Hey there, this is your old pal, Launchpad McQuack. Sorry to uh, crash in on you like this, but I wanted to let all of DW's fans know that they're listening to The St. Canard Files, a Dark Wing Duck podcast. Before I go, uh, does anyone want to join me in the Thunder Quack for some hamburger hippo? Wait, it's the egret, the army's new super secret weapon that can work on land, sea, and air. Of course, you already knew that. <laughs> Don't move a feather, you felon! Oh, swell. The comedy relief is here. Capitulate, or I shall be forced to threaten you soundly. Put it in progress, Bucket. I'm trying to stop a crime here. You mean trying to commit one? Look, you are on my turf. Leave this to a professional. Professional what? You dress like a circus ringmaster. Oh, great. I'm being insulted by a talking grocery cart. Life is like a hurricane. All right, guys. Welcome to the St. Canard Files, a Darkwing Duck podcast. I'm your host, Will Santana, and... I'm Mike Russo, and if I want to watch a clown, I'll tune in a congressional hearing. <laughs> hey, Mike. How's it going, man? Um, Things are okay. Um, Things are still crazy. We got the coronavirus is going crazy right now, and uh, life won't be the same for a while. <laughs> well, Mike... I know you're excited today because your boy is here. Yes, uh, well, I'm really excited about that. Yeah, he showed. we've seen him once before, but I don't count that one. It's kind of not fair to count that one, you know? Well, that certainly isn't a Gizmo Duck episode. <laughs> this is a Gizmo Duck episode. Yeah, it is. You know, and I'll tell you, you know, I haven't been as hyped as you, but I do love the original DuckTales Gizmo Duck. I definitely do. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, he's one of my all-time favorites. Yeah, man. Uh, I know you, you want to take the floor. I know you got a lot to talk about with Gizmo. Go ahead, man. Take the floor, man. All right. So let's talk a bit about Gizmo Duck's history, his origin a bit, where he got, where he came from. Um, so as the first season of uh, DuckTales was wrapping up, they wanted to come up with some new characters for later episodes. So um, they got Tad Stones aboard. He didn't really have much to do with DuckTales. I think he story edited one episode. Otherwise, DuckTales wasn't really the show he worked on. But he came up with some new character designs, um, among them a space duck, a cave duck. You know what that character was. Mm. Um, <laughs> and, uh, and a robo duck. So Tad Stones created the original design for the robo duck. They changed the name to Gizmo Duck without changing the insignia on the chest. And that's as far as Tad Stones' um, contribution to Gizmo Duck went. Uh, Fenton Crackshell <laughs> was created by somebody else, um, and he um, was added to DuckTales. And um, Gizmo Duck's uh, very first premiere on DuckTales was um, with the um, Super DuckTales television special. It aired, it aired on Easter Sunday. Believe it or not, March 26, 1989, on the wonderful world of Disney. And remember that when uh, Sunday nights they used to show Disney movies on Channel 7? Mm -hmm. And uh, 
Um, I remember watching it, and they had Michael Eisner riding um, Splash Mountain in Disneyland along with Scrooge McDuck and Launchpad and Huey, Dewey, and Louie. I will never forget that. <laughs> and so, yeah, Super DuckTales aired, and then uh, Gizmo Duck joined DuckTales the following September in all new episodes. And those are some of my favorite DuckTales episodes. Honestly, I love those later episodes of DuckTales. Um, some of the better ones, if listeners haven't seen much of DuckTales and want to go check them out, the better Duck, uh, Gizmo Duck episodes um, would be um, Metal Attraction, um, The Unbreakable Bin, and I know we talked about this one before, uh, The Masked Mallard. Yeah. That is definitely one of the best DuckTales episodes, and Gizmo Duck has a very large role in that. So, yeah, I really enjoyed um, Gizmo Duck on DuckTales. I definitely like Fenton Crackshell as well. Oh, yeah, it I love Ben too. It definitely was a different tone and style of humor for those mm-hmm. later episodes of DuckTales. A lot more wackier, a lot more sitcom-y, but it's different. It's, you know, DuckTales couldn't all be adventures and globetrotting, and the Gizmo Duck episodes are more superhero. Mm-hmm. And I really enjoy those. Some of my all-time favorites. And, you know, when those when DuckTales finally wrapped up, I thought I would never see Gizmo Duck again. You know, I, I figured that was it. But along comes Darkwing Duck, you know, the following year. Um... And we get him in Justice Ducks. You know, that's exciting. Mm-hmm. And then after that, I figured, you know, they're not going to use him again. And I remember uh, Saturday morning, um, October 19th, 1991, I was watching the show that aired before Darkwing Duck. And the announcer during the end credits said um, something along the lines of um, Darkwing Duck really gets upset when Gizmo Duck comes to town. Oh, you went crazy when you heard and, that. <laughs> and yes, I went crazy. I was like, oh my God, Gizmo Duck is coming back. And I had no idea how much the episode that was going to air, I would fall in love with. It's one of the best. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think it's my top five, but it's definitely a really great episode pitting two really fantastic characters together. And Will, what's the episode called? Uh, for this one, Tip of, mm-hmm. Tip of the Titans. Tiff of the Titans, yes, um, which is a play on the title Clash of the Titans. Yeah. Yeah, definitely, no doubt. Um, so, yeah, Tiff of the Titans is the episode we are talking about today. It's our big uh, Darkwing and Gizmo Duck episode. Yeah, the, man. Techni- technically the episode in which they really first meet. Yeah. You know, just really quick before we get into this episode, Mike, uh, I-, I was a huge Gizmo fan as well. Uh, probably not as big as yours, you know, um, I did like the change. You know, I thought he was a good addition to the show because, you know, the show started getting a little redundant. And, you know, when new seasons kick in or like you hit a certain time point in your episodes, you got to yeah. start switching it up. And sometimes things will hit. Sometimes things will miss. And the whole fitting and Gizmo Duck. And his, I love his mom, too. His mom was a trip in the original Oh, I Duck didn't even mention his mom. Yeah, yeah, she was a really fun part of that, too. Yeah, so that that was definitely a hit. I loved it. Uh, I'm not going to get into my miss. We've already talked about the miss, uh, Mr. Bubba. <laughs> yeah, luckily he wasn't in that many episodes. Yeah. But you can tell the writers just fell in love with uh, Gizmoduck and Fenton. You could just tell because he ended up starring in so many episodes. Of course, uh, Launchpad appeared a lot less because of that. Mm-hmm. Um, but since Launchpad appears in almost every Darkwing Duck episode, it's really, it's really hard to get too upset about it. Okay, well, um, I'm still I'm still procrastinating a little bit, Mike. Uh, I'm gonna give fine. you a chance. You have every Gizmo toy line, don't you? Every figure. Um, I can't think of anything I don't have. Okay. Um, I have the original Kellogg PVC from the Ducktail sets. I have the uh, Vinylmations from the Disney parks, which mm-hmm. has a Fenton in it. 
Um, I have the Gizmoduck and Fent in those rubber keychains, the blind bag ones. Oh, wow. Um, yep. I have that little metal Gizmoduck, the ones they sold at Walmart. <laughs> a little tiny metal one. I do have the Funko Pop. I have the Funko action figure. And I think for now, I think that's all of them. Without okay. going to look, I think I have all of them. Um, last thing I, about Gizmo, uh, Mike, because uh, I know you want to get into the episode. Last thing, do you like the new Gizmo and the new DuckTales? You know what? Let's put a pin in that conversation, okay. and that is how we're going to end. Oh, okay, okay. So we'll say all because, right, so. <laughs> as our listeners may or may not remember, when we talked about uh, DuckTales 2017 months ago, we didn't really talk about Gizmo Duck. No, nah, we um, didn't. So we'll get to him. Let's talk about the episode first, and then okay. we'll get into the newer stuff. Okay, okay, let's do that. All right, so we're talking about Tiff Titan. Uh, what's our production air date order, Mike? Okay, so like I mentioned before, Saturday, October 19th, 1991. It was 29th in production order, so obviously before Justice Ducks, mm-hmm. so this should have aired first. Um, it's funny how we're getting all the, uh, the origin Justice Ducks characters, one after the other, Neptunia, Stegma, Gizmo Duck. And, um, um, so yeah, that's, that's this, that's it for the episode. And, um, our story editor is Kevin Crosby Hops again. And our writer is, um, Len Uli. And way back when we talked a bit about Len Uli, and I mentioned he also wrote the Masked Mallard episode. Mm-hmm. So here he's back um, writing another episode with Gizmoduck. So he knows this character pretty well. So that's pretty cool. We get um, the same writer coming back again to work with Gizmoduck. Okay. And animation. Where was this one animated, Will? Australia. Yes. Yes, Australia. What do you think of the animation in this one? I like Drake a lot on this one. The facial mm-hmm. expression, the way he was drawn... Uh, I like the the drawing of him in the yoke when he gets upset with the yoke uh, when it oh man I'm really jumping the gun here uh, I, I like the drawing I don't want to get too far ahead <laughs> there's some there's some really good stuff in this episode there really is um, it's also nice to see Gizmo Duck and Fenton being animated by a different studio for once mm-hmm. um, it's nice it's just nice to see something some variety in the way he's been treated it's just a really fun episode animation wise certainly much better than cleanliness is next to badliness yeah um i didn't notice really any major animation mistakes either um it's good the animation is fine in this one mm-hmm. and what i really love about this before we dive into the story is that it treats darkwing and gizmoduck as equals mm-hmm. uh gizmoduck is introduced darkwing is introduced and do you realize there isn't a single scene in which one appears that the other doesn't? Oh, no, I didn't realize that. Yep. Once okay. we get their two intro scenes out of the way, they appear together in every scene. Hmm. Somehow. Okay. And it's definitely as much Gizmoduck show as it is Darkwing show. It yeah. really is. You don't feel like one is more important than the other. And I think Gizmoduck is handled and is characterized in this one much better than Justice Ducks. He, he definitely mm-hmm. feels like the DuckTales version. All right, Mike. Now, this is my last procrastination. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, I do like this episode better than the next Gizmo Duck episode we got. Uh, yeah. we, got, we, got one, we got one more to go. But I have more of an attachment to the other episode because I didn't see this one until probably like 95, 96. But yeah, because it, it aired in Saturday morning. So, yeah. of course, you missed it. Yeah, I didn't see any of the Saturday mornings till they got on Toon Disney. That's when I was like, 
what? I've never seen this one. What is this? You know? <laughs> At least you got new Darkwings for several years after the show actually ended. That is true. That is true. I did get several new episodes. You know, all these Saturday it, morning ones. Yeah. When it ended for me, it was over. So. Yeah. Yeah, I think the biggest confusion for me, though, with the Saturday mornings was uh, the Negaduck episode. When I first saw that one, I was like, I'm lost here. What is going on, you know? Yeah, I think that confused a lot of people who didn't see it first. <laughs> okay, but no further ado, let's get on to this plot, man. All right? Okay, so here we go. Tiff of the Titans. All right, so we're at an army base, and mm-hmm. we get a vehicle pulling up into the army base trying to get in, which is typical of any military base. you got to show your proper ID to get on the base. But back then, you had to have a sticker on your vehicle as well. And the MP wants to check their ID or wants to check their authorization, and she gets sprayed. Yes. Well, from the very first shot, you know who's driving this vehicle. <laughs> because we saw this vehicle in the very last episode we did. Mm-hmm. Who are our villains? We got foul. We got still beat. Eggman. Yep, it's foul again. Before we go any further, the MP you mentioned, um, she is voiced, as is the reporter we're going to hear later, by Maggie Roswell. Mm -hmm. Um, She actually, for a time, did most of the female voices on The Simpsons. Oh, Um, okay. She was um, Maud Flanders. She was Helen Lovejoy. She was Lisa's teacher, Miss Hoover. In fact, the the voice she uses throughout this episode is the exact same voice as Lisa's teacher, uh, Miss Hoover. Um, Famously, Maggie Roswell left the show um, for money reasons, contract and money reasons, and that's the reason why they killed off Maude Flanders. Did you know that? No, I did not know that. I I haven't watched The Simpsons like 20-something years, dude. Well, we're going back to like season 10 or 11. She actually quit the show and they killed off Maude Flanders because she wasn't on it anymore, almost spitefully. Mm. Um, so, yeah, this is Maggie Roswell doing a guest voice in this episode. Um, oh, okay. So what are these uh, – what is Fal after today? They're after the Egret. 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 Okay. Egret. Egret. Okay. Yeah, they're trying to get the Egret. It's supposed to be a, a plane that can fly. It can work in the vehicle, yeah. Yeah, it can work in the sea. It can work land. on land. Yeah, it works everywhere. So they go to the hangar where it's supposed to be. But the curtain rises up, and there ain't no egret under there. No, it it's is Mr. Gizmo. Gizmo Duck. He comes <laughs> in. He gets all pompous about himself. And I don't know if this is a direct reference, but the Eggman throw a grenade at him mm-hmm. like, immediately. And his very first encounter with the Beagle Boys on Super DuckTales, the very first thing they do to him is throw a bomb at him. <laughs> and the smoke clears in that episode, and he's totally fine. The Beagle Boys run for it. The exact same thing happens here, too. They throw the grenade as an explosion, and Gizmoduck is totally unharmed. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, he's the world's most indestructible duck. You know? Yeah. Now, so what, what happens to Gizmoduck, Mike? What happens to him after that? Yeah, well, the Eggmen run into their tank to try to get it away. Gizmoduck grabs the fender and tells them they can escape, but they shoot him with a cannon. Yeah, he goes flying way across the screen. <laughs> you know, there's a really nice bit of animation from his point of view of the landscape moving past. Mm-hmm. Yeah, really he's moving cool. pretty fast. Yeah. And he, he flies through a billboard with a human face on it. Did you yeah, notice that? It goes yeah. like super fast, but it's a human face. Yeah, it says cola. <laughs> yeah. He finally comes to a stop. He skids to a stop. He, he rolls the cannonball off of him. And he's not in the most fortunate place. No, nah, he's in a landmine. <laughs> yeah, the mines go off. He gets blown up. And, uh, yeah, he takes some damage here. 
Um, so what happens in the next scene? Oh, we got the major. Mm-hmm. He shows up, and this is something me and you were not sure of. We kind of debated on who was the major voice by. Yeah. We we both think it might be Jim, but mm-hmm. also Hal Rails in the credits, and I can't quite figure out who he played. Mm-hmm. We're a little conflicted about who he is. I think this is probably Jim, though. How about you? I, I think it was Jim, too. Mm-hmm. But we could we could be wrong. Hal's in the credits somewhere, and there's only... The only other voices I remember hearing is the crowd, but I don't want to get into that right now. Right. So we have yeah. this big bulldog major. He talks a bit about the egret, mm-hmm. you know, works on land on scene in the air. And um, it's heading to an air show at St. Canard. In three days. And the subject of Darkwing Duck comes up. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and Gizmo Duck assumes he might be a hero or he might be a hood. Mm-hmm. And Gizmoduck assures the major he'll take care of the Egret, the Eggman, and Darkwing Duck if he has to. Mm-hmm. So um, Gizmoduck heads off, and we get a really cool little shout out to our famous DuckTales character. Yeah, we get Scrooge. <laughs> yeah, Gizmoduck goes behind a billboard, and the billboard says, Welcome to Duckburg, and Scrooge's face is on it. That kind of, that scene kind of remind me of Back to the Future when uh Marty parks the DeLorean behind the Hill Valley sign. Oh yeah. Yeah. And um, so who appears on the other side of the billboard? Finn Crackshell. It's Fenton. I was so surprised to see him when this episode first aired. I thought he would never show up. Nice <laughs> to see him. And of course, still voiced by Hamilton Camp. Yeah. He says he's gonna go to Saint Canard and check up on his pal Launchpad McQuack. Cut to yeah. Launchpad. Yeah, we get uh, DW and LP. They found uh, Stillbeak's hideout. Well, mm-hmm. yeah, and uh, Stillbeak is bo- uh, he's bowling. It's a bowling alley. Yeah, they're yeah. at a bowling alley. I do love the the next scene, mainly because Rob Paulson's just so funny here. Mm-hmm. The Eggmen are apologizing. They didn't expect the, the run into Gizmo Duck. They botched the job. And Steelbeak says, if there's one thing I hate, it's excuses. He throws a bowling ball at them and gets a 7-10 split. And he says, that's two things I hate. Uh, excuses and a 710 split and then Darkwing flies <laughs> jumps through the skylight and Steelbeak says okay now that's three things <laughs> <laughs> and um so what does Steelbeak do to Darkwing uh he escapes though don't he they go down yeah. the sewer yeah well he throws the bowling ball at Darkwing and Darkwing goes down the alley mm-hmm. and yes Steelbeak escapes they jumped into the sewers and <laughs> Launchpad runs around the corner and slams a door in Darkwing's face and smashes his beak. <laughs> yeah. So, so down in the sewer, Steelbeak hears them leave. You can actually hear the rat catcher revving mm-hmm. up and driving away. And Steelbeak catches a plan. Yeah, he figures out uh, Gizmo's on the way, so he's he's got to set up Darkwing. Yeah, he says, "What if I get these two to destroy each other? You know, mm-hmm. what if what if Gizmo Duck thinks Darkwing's just another jerk in a mask?" Yeah. Yep, so Steelbeak catches his plan. Uh, cut to the Mallard house. Yeah, we get Gauze and Honk, but Honk never talks in this episode, does he? I don't even know why he's in this episode. He never speaks, man. Doesn't say a single word. Katie isn't even in the credits. Yeah. But what we do here is a really disturbed version of Pelican's Island. It's a horror parody, Nightmare on Pelican's Island. <laughs> and you got Rob Paulson doing Pelican. And- and it gets really funny later. I won't go into it until it gets there. Mm-hmm. But um, so this is kind of neat. We only get this one time. The lamp next to the uh, the easy chairs begins to light up because the chairs are about to spin. Yeah. Goslin calls the parent alert. Mm-hmm. 
Um, so the chair spin, uh, Drake and Launchpad show up, and Drake's all mad because he didn't catch uh, Steelbeak. And he says, you know, nothing can distract me. You know, we have to find out where Steelbeak is, what he's doing, and I don't want any distractions. Mm-hmm. Just as he says that, what happens? Uh, the do- doorbell rings. Mm-hmm. Who is it? It's Fenton. Fenton walks in. Yeah, and, but this, uh, this is was, a cool scene, though, for, for, with Fitton and LP. This is a really cool scene. Yeah, they're really happy to see each other. Mm-hmm. Even though they didn't get much screen time on DuckTales together, they're really happy to see They even do a little dance together. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's cute. Uh, Launchpad introduces uh, Fenton, and Fenton immediately makes a nuisance of himself. Mm-hmm. Um, he says, um, Launchpad tells Drake that the two of them used to work for the same guy. Yeah, we know who that guy is. Yeah course but drake goes that must have been fun <laughs> um and um also fenton mentions the house uh it's no mcduck manor but it's kind of cozy mm-hmm. um so i really like this one bit where fenton walks over to the easy chairs and leans against the table he nudges the statue and the chairs start to spin he doesn't even notice it he just thinks he feels he feels a draft. Yeah, he feels that he, little breeze. <laughs> a really funny bit of animation. His eyes are darting back and forth. He's like, "Hey, is there a draft in here?" Yeah. Um, really great. It's so it's so cool to see Drake and Fenton together like this. Um, but Drake but, ain't happy though at all. No, Drake, Drake just wants to get rid of him. <laughs> he you wants know, him he, out. He, he wants him out the door. He doesn't want to be bothered. And Launchpad puts his foot in his mouth by telling him he can't find a hotel because it's an air show. There's no way he's getting a room. And then Launchpad tells him, why don't you stay here? <laughs> Drake, pulls, Drake pulls him into the kitchen and tells him to get rid of him. Um, can I mention um, Australia's animation, not just the character animation, the angles and backgrounds are really cool. Like, they're, like, done at, like, so many cool angles where, like, the characters are, like, it's seen from, like, ground level. It's very dynamic. Mm-hmm. You don't notice it until you're paying attention to it. Yeah. Um, but Darkwing comes back in the room. Fenton's wearing his robe. <laughs> and this is where you hear a bit more of Nightmare on Pelican's Island. Mm-hmm. You hear Pelican literally hacking up the skipper. And you hear Rob Paulson going, I hate it, hate it. And you hear the hacking noise. Like he's cutting up the skipper. It's so funny. Like Honker's covering his eyes. <laughs> it's re- <laughs> It's really great. And and Drake tries to get Launchpad to tell Fenton he has to go. Um, but before they can do anything, the news comes on. What's going on? Uh, there's a threat. Somebody's going to blow up the movie theater. Mm-hmm. And Drake and Fenton at the exact same time go, this looks like a job for... What did you say? Nothing. Oh, good. Never mind. <laughs> yeah, the they, they were, yeah, they were completely in sync. <laughs> mm-hmm. And this next this next staging for this is great. Fenton uh, Fenton goes to the door, says, um, you know, he has to go floss. He's a dental appointment, and then leaves and closes the door. Drake goes to the door and says, this looks like a job for. And then Fenton opens the door, smashes Drake against the wall, and then Fenton leaves. And when the door closes, Drake's already dressed as Darkwing. Darkwing, yeah. <laughs> very very clever. Mm-hmm. And next is the only time in the whole series we get to actually see Fenton put on the gizmo suit. Mm-hmm. Uses the code words. What are the code words? Blathering, 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 blatherskite. And he turns into Gizmo Duck, and he's off. I always love when he does that. Um, so over at the over at the movie theater, what's going on? Uh, we got Stillbeak and uh, one of the Eggman. He's dressed mm-hmm. up one of the Eggmen as Darkwing. He has a hat and a cape on. 
for a brief second, we see the Eggman's eyes mm-hmm. when he pulls off his hat. Uh, he puts a bomb in his hand, sends him over to the marquee, and Steelbeak does a couple of Darkwing lines. Oh, yeah. This is the only entrance, ain't it? Yeah, it's the only one. I know one of them is um, I have the cotton swab that gets stuck in your ear. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. um, so Darkwing shows up. Wait, 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 Mike. I wanted to talk to you about this scene real yes. quick. Go when Darkwing shows up, where did this rope come from? He Who swings knows? in on a piece he of rope. He swings in on a rope. It must be up on a higher building. I don't know. I, don't... I, I thought it was so weird. I'm like, why is he coming in on a rope? <laughs> where did I it come never, from? I never thought about it. <laughs> never thought about it. Uh, so Darkwing uh, gets rid of the Eggmen mm-hmm. and, you know, and confronts Steelbeak. But Steelbeak throws the bomb at Darkwing, knocks him out temporarily, and gets out of there as fast as he can. Because he notices Gizmoduck shows up. Yep. And of course, Gizmoduck being Gizmoduck makes a comment that he would have gotten here sooner, but he didn't have exact change for the toll booth. <laughs> because that's Gizmoduck. Yeah. That's, that's who he is. Um, so the two of them confront each other on top of the marquee. Yeah. This is, this is great. Like... I love it when the two of them are, are arguing. Like some of the best dialogue in this episode is is so hilarious. Um, uh, Gizmoduck says, "If you aren't a crook, why do you wear a mask?" And Darkwing says, "Hey, don't get personal, Helmet Head." Yeah. Um, they're arguing over the bomb. Yeah, they they're arguing big time over who gets to destroy it or get and rid as, of it. <laughs> yeah. And as they're arguing, a timer goes off, and a little pair little hand comes out, lights the fuse, and Gizmoduck goes, "Gee." That doesn't sound good. <laughs> Darkwing goes, oh, excellent powers of deduction. Uh, so they go up on the top of the roof. They're still fighting over who gets rid of it. Um, they put a garbage can over it and blow a hole through the roof. Mm-hmm. And um, there's a Disney movie reference here. Please oh, tell that. me you caught it. I missed Giz- it. Gizmoduck says um, he never saw how this movie ends. And Darkwing says they shoot the dog in the last act. Oh, that's got to be uh, Old Yeller? Yes. I was going to say, don't tell me you weren't traumatized by Old Yeller when you okay. were a kid. <laughs> yeah, so they're referencing Old Yeller. Oh, um, I missed that, man. Mm-hmm. Dang. So Darkwing gets away, Gizmoduck falls, and, uh, you know, they all meet again. Mm-hmm. Okay, so we're back at the Mallard house. Oh, this is the part I love with the animation, Mike. I love mm-hmm. this part. <laughs> First, we get a bit more Maggie Roswell as the uh, the the television reporter talking about how Gizmoduck is in town, and Gizmoduck gets the key to the city, and you got a parade, you know, <laughs> parades, the awards, the cheerleaders, and Fenton goes, especially the cheerleaders. <laughs> yeah, so Darkwing is mad. What does he do? Oh man, the facial expressions on Drake is just man. I, they did excellent job drawing him. Uh, he's he's seething. Yeah, he, he he's definitely upset. He doesn't like one bit while LP suggests they team up. But yeah, you know, Drake's not hearing that, of course. And neither yeah. is Fenton, to be honest, you know? Well, what um uh everyone starts defending Gizmo Duck and Goslin's like, Hey, Gizmoduck's cool, he has real superpowers. And Fenton goes, and he seems to be a real polished professional. My one of my favorite lines in the episode, Drake goes, "Polished professional, police, take him out of that tarnished wind-up suit, and what do you got?" And Launchpad says, "Uh, naked guy with goosebumps." <laughs> oh, I love it! I love it. And Fenton leaves the room because it's getting a little too personal for him. Mm-hmm. And uh, we get one of those instances where um, Darkwing mocks Launchpad, 
when Launchpad says, you just try to be friends, DW, and Drake goes, you should try to be friends, DW. <laughs> so um, Drake leaves, gets on the easy chairs, because he has to go find what's going on with Steelbeak. Mm-hmm. And um, he retraces his steps back to the scene of the crime. Yeah, and he that's where he finds the, the ad, right, for the air show. He finds an ad for the air show, and the cologne on it smells like something uh, Steelbeak would wear. Mm-hmm. So Darkwing figures out that's what Steelbeak is after. He's going. He something. He's something. He wants something with the air show. Darkwing isn't sure what it is yet, though. Yeah. And um, just and just like I said before, there's no scene that one's in that one isn't. You do see Gizmo Duck fly by briefly. Yeah, very and, brief. And as Darkwing just he hates him. Like a little bit of Negaduck comes out in his voice when he goes, "I really hate that guy." <laughs> So here we go. We're getting to the big, you know, action piece of the episode. Um, so Steel Beacon and Eggman are at the airplane hangar. There's the egret. We, get, mm-hmm. we finally get a good look at it. And there's a commotion outside. And it's Gizmoduck. Yep. So Gizmoduck comes into the airplane hangar and Steel Beak hides behind some crates. <laughs> and he's got, he had a pretty cool gun though with him though yeah and the the drawings of Steelbeak in this scene are really really good mm-hmm. uh, Steelbeak hides behind a crate and Gizmoduck says um, I'll be forced to thrash you soundly and Steelbeak goes uh, yeah right <laughs> <laughs> um, so Darkwing comes in he notices the guard and the Eggman have both been knocked out and he figures oh the party's starting without me Mm-hmm. He goes in there, he sees the egret, and I love the animation on Darkwing here. I love, love, love it. When Darkwing says, oh, it, it works on land, on sea, and in the air. And he turns to the audience and says, of course, you already knew that. <laughs> and the drawings on him as he addresses the audience is great. And the look on his face when he hears Gizmoduck, mm-hmm. and he slaps his face and he goes, oh, swell, the comedy relief is here. Oh, the body language and the Australia drawings are so perfect. And the two of them go at it again. Yeah, they're and, arguing. Steelbeak starts oh, creeping away. Oh, I love the animation of Steelbeak sneaking around behind them. Mm-hmm. Like he's zipping behind things. Oh, it's great. And um, <laughs> Darkwing says, okay, another one of my favorite lines. I feel like I'm quoting the whole episode. I apologize. Darkwing says, leave this to a professional. And Gizmoduck mm-hmm. says, professional what? You dress like a circus ringmaster. <laughs> <laughs> So they're fighting, they're fighting. Gizmoduck fires off some of his weapons at Darkwing. Darkwing kicks some boxes on top of Gizmoduck. And Gizmoduck goes, not so fast, twinkle toes. <laughs> and um, But it's just a distraction that Steelbeak needs. Yeah, he gets in the egret and uh, he takes off, but he drops a yoke bomb. Mm-hmm. Um, and says, uh, let's give our celebrity dancers a big hand. Not a lot of style, but hey, they gave it all they got, right? <laughs> and drops the yolk bomb. Yeah, Steelbeak makes his exit out of the roof of the hangar, and the yolk bomb starts to um, basically leak uh, yolk all over the hangar. It threatens mm-hmm. to drown them. Yep. But how do they get out of it? DW has to push one of the buttons on Gizmo the, to open up the helicopter thing. Yeah, and uh, they go crazy. You know, the helicopter flies Gizmo all around the all around the egg yolk, and it turns it all to meringue, mm-hmm. and they escape. And Gizmoduck admits he was wrong about Darkwing. Yep. And now they now they need each other because uh, they gotta go catch Steelbeak and Mm -hmm. Gizmo has a flat. The rat catcher's destroyed. (laughs) Yeah, because Gizmoduck jumps into the uh, sidecar and destroys the rat catcher. Mm -hmm. Not smart of Gizmoduck. But then uh, they borrow a spare tire, 
I'm yes. going to digress here to complain about something that Disney Plus does that drives me crazy. I don't know if you noticed this. I've been watching a lot of shows on Disney Plus, as you know. Mm-hmm. When we see the shot of Darkwing on top of Gizmo Duck and they're driving down the road, it was slow, wasn't it? They slowed it down. It was out of and, sync. I noticed and it. They, and they darkened the screen. Disney has this really, really nutty fear of people with epilepsy having a problem with strobing lights in their shows. They've been taking a lot of the Disney afternoon shows, not just Darkwing, but all of them. And if there's a shot of characters in the middle of the screen moving really fast and backgrounds are flying past, they slow the scenes down and darken it. So nobody has an epileptic fit from it. I can't imagine why anybody would, but that's what they're doing. And it's really noticeable in this one shot. Mm-hmm. Everyone complains about missing episodes and this and this and that. I think this is one of the worst things Disney Plus actually does. And it's really annoying, but digression over. Um, the two of them continue on, still be attacking the city with the egret. Mm-hmm. Take it from here, Will. What's going on now? Uh, now we get uh, he's terrorizing the city of St. Canard, and he destroys that Atlas statue. Was it? Ain't that what it's called? I'm not sure. That's a really good question. It's like a, it's that famous guy holding the globe thing. You know what I'm talking about, right? Yes, of course, of course. Yeah, yeah. yeah he and, destroys that, and uh, Gizmo Gizmo Duck catches the globe. And yeah, he, it falls on him for a second, mm-hmm. but he catches. Darkwing says, "Gizmo, are you hurt really badly?" <laughs> <laughs> and Gizmo throws it at the egret's legs, yeah, which is breaks, smart. Yeah, so uh, still be cast to get rid of the legs. We mm-hmm. never do see the egret in the ocean. No, I we know never it's did. an all-terrain vehicle, but it never makes it out to sea. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Steelbeak flies off, and Darkwing hops hops on Gizmo Duck's shoulders, and they take off after it. Yeah, they, they got to jump the uh, the ramp on the freeway. Yup, Gizmo Duck calls it the express route. <laughs> and they crash right into the egret. And they so got to Giz- split up. They, they split, split up. up. Yep. Mm-hmm. And Gizmo said it the way Darkwing wanted it because Darkwing has to go after Steelbeak and Gizmo's going to take care of the plane. Yes. So Darkwing starts to fight Steelbeak. Steelbeak, oh, he... bi- Steelbeak bites the uh, gas gun in half. Yeah, but Steelbeak's kicking his butt at first, too, man. Yeah, actually, Darkwing's getting his butt kicked. Steelbeak is totally commanding this battle. Mm-hmm. He's tossing him around and pinning him up against the wall. He, he was beating him pretty bad, man. Yeah, banging his head against the wall. Darkwing can barely talk properly. He calls him Beelsteak. Yeah, so I noticed that. And then Gizmo's struggling too, though. Yeah, because the, the plane's going crazy because no one's piloting it. <laughs> and he doesn't know which wire to pull. So he just grabs all of them. <laughs> he gets <And> electrocuted. <laughs> it's a cool, it's a cool bit of animation because you can see the bones inside the suit and the gears inside of it too. Mm-hmm. When he gets electrocuted. And Egret falls out of the sky, falls right to the ground. Crash Launchpad would be proud of, definitely. <laughs> and uh, I do like the sequence of events here. Uh, Gizmoduck gets to the ground. The door, the cockpit, the, you know, the hatch of the Egret crushes him. Steelbeak steps out, but then Steelbeak passes out. Mm-hmm. And then Darkwing steps out. But Darkwing for a split second looked like he handles Steelbeak. <laughs> yeah, and then... Uh, Gizmoduck slaps him on the back and Darkwing passes out too. <laughs> oh, geez. Um, so, yeah, one more time back at the Mallard house. How do we wrap things up, Will? Well, the army gets the egret back and then uh, Gizmo goes to jail. 
Yeah, still. Oh yeah, that was a nice shot. That was in the Saturday morning intro too, wasn't it? Yes, Steel Beak in the uh, the police wagon getting driven away. That is on the Saturday morning intro. Yup. Yeah. Cause we we haven't talked about an intro scene in a while, man. That was one. Yeah, we should have pointed out the ones that ended up in the ABC intro. A bunch of them have already gone past. But you know, yeah. when they do come up, we'll mention them. Okay. And then you know the army gets the egret bag. Uh, Gizmo and Darkwing are celebrated. You know they're they're mm-hmm. being yeah. And then uh. We're in the Drake house and Fitton is leaving. Drake is, uh, he's not happy for some reason. What's the reason? Because everyone's eating his cookies. Yeah. <laughs> Including <laughs> Fitton. Congrats the last one. Well, Goslin's pigging out on them. Mm-hmm. And Drake has the last couple of cookies and then Fenton walks in and eats them. <laughs> Drake has nothing. <laughs> so Fenton says goodbye to everybody, including Honker, who still has not talked. Mm-hmm. Okay, poor honker. <laughs> and he calls him Drake Rooney. <laughs> Adios he, to you, Drake Rooney. And then Drake, what did Drake call him? Fentanino. Fentanino. <laughs> Fentanino, don't call me that. Yeah, and then they start arguing over who saved the day. Yeah, because Fenton can't help but go over to the TV and it's like, hey, looks like Gizmoduck saved the day again, don't it? And then Drake is like, hey, from what I hear, Darkwing Duck cracked this case. <laughs> and the two of them are arguing. That's how they end the episode. You see their silhouettes from the window arguing. Yeah. I love I love the dynamic. This is like really the only time we get this. Mm-hmm. I wish we got more of it. There was one scene I I forgot to mention um, with the animation that I really liked. Uh, it what was is a it? scene. It was a scene. Launchpad says something and it freaked Honker out by his. Uh, well, I forgot what LP said. And Honker's facial expression is so well drawn. Is when it he, when is it when Fenton asks where Drake went and Launchpad goes, he went for a spin. That's and it. Hon- and then yeah. Honker gives this look to Launchpad. Uh, yeah, that was it. Oh my god, man. I love that that drawing of Hon- it, Honker, man. Yeah, that whole middle sequence in the Mallard house, all that mm-hmm. animation's great. I love that shot of um Fenton backing out of the room. Oh, yeah, that was a good one, too. Asking if anybody wants more ice cream, because they're getting mm-hmm. a bit too personal with Gizmoduck. Yeah. That's, that's a great drawing, too. Um, but, yeah, I love this episode. I really do love it. It's All definitely right. one It's definitely one of the best. So let's just, go ahead and rate it. Let's yeah, go ahead and rate fine. it, Mike. Yeah, I'm definitely I'm going to rate this one a four and a half. Four and a half, okay. I can't quite give it a five, because it isn't in my top five. Mm-hmm. And once in a while, the Australia animation isn't as good, so it doesn't quite get there. But four and a half is still a great score. Oh, yeah, most definitely. Uh, I'm going to give it a four. Uh, it's a great episode. I love that they brought Fenton back. I love the DuckTales references. I love the shout-outs. I love the LP and and Fenton, you know, the them talking about working together, uh, McDuck Manor, all that kind of stuff. Because for you... You know, before Duck, uh, Darkwing, I was a huge DuckTales fan. So to get that brief, you know, scenario was like, it was just so cool. You know, like, wow. Yeah, you know? this is the closest the show comes to putting that those two worlds together. Yeah, the animation is, is really great on this. The only thing my complaint about this episode, I wish Steelbeak and the Eggman were more involved. But then it would have it took away from Gizmo and Darkwing, though, you know? Yeah, it's really their show. Yeah, you know, that's my only thing is, like, I wanted more Steel Beat because he was, like, the perfect villain because he kept messing with them. But then it was like, ah, but if, if we add more Steel Beat, we lose more Gizmo and Darkwing, you know? Well, what we do get of Steel Beak is really great. 
the bowling stuff at the beginning, him sneaking around behind them. A lot of the comments when he says, um, what is this, a patty cake playoff? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like he's this is the last, in my opinion, this is the last great Steelbeak episode. Yeah. I think when you know with twenty two minutes, it's hard when you got these kind of cameos, it's, it's hard to give everybody the right airtime, you know? They probably could have done more if Fenton wasn't in it, but I wouldn't have wanted to have lost that. No, I wouldn't either, man. I love the Fenton part. Yeah, it's it was just great to have him back. Mm-hmm. Like they, they could have done more with Steelbeak if they had more time for it, but I'm fine with what we get. I think it's great to see him just this one time. I mean, Fenton is in Darkwing Doubloon, but he's barely in it. Mm-hmm. Like, like he barely says anything. Like this is his one big appearance in Darkwing Duck. Okay. And, are, are, um, are we rating anybody today, Mike? Gizmo Duck. All right. Let's, let's go ahead and rate Gizmo. We are rating Gizmo Duck, and I want you to start. Oh, you want me to start? Okay. Yeah, I, why not? Because this is from the original DuckTales, and, you know, I know this is St. Canard, and he's supposed to be someone a little different. They're not supposed to be from the same universe. I still like this Gizmo, man. I'm well, giving yeah, him a, of course. Yeah, I'm giving him a four, man. I, I love the original Gizmo. I really do. Um, I'm going to let you score. I don't want to get too in because the new Gizmo, I know we got a huge difference in opinion there. So go ahead, Mike. Okay, so Gizmo Duck, at least this old Gizmo Duck, I'm giving a straight out five. He's one of my fa- he's one of my favorite characters of all time. Mm-hmm. Like, like my top, it's funny. Like my top four Disney characters are all ducks: <laughs> Darkwing, Scrooge, Donald, and Gizmo Duck. <laughs> so I I absolutely adore Gizmo Duck. Everything about the original version, I love Fenton Crackshell. I love the Ducktales episodes he's in. I just love him. He is a top, he is a five star five gas gun canister for me. Yeah. Absolutely, I love him. Okay, you know you know with him and Darkwing, they always bump heads, but every time they finally when they finally team up, they don't realize they cannot be stopped, man. <laughs> you know if they, if they would get along a bit more, they would be an unbelievable team. Oh yeah, without a doubt, man. But they both they both you know have their own egos. Mm-hmm. No, Darkwing more than Gizmoduck, but Gizmoduck still is a show-off, mm-hmm. you know, and it makes it hard. When they do get together, they it's, there are things I can't get past. Right. They're just it's like wonderfully flawed characters when you think about it. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's Tiff of the Titans, one of the very, very best. I know there were a lot of people who were waiting for us to do this one. Oh, yeah. And I'm glad we finally, you know, things are going uphill from here as far <laughs> as, I know we were kind of in a slog a bit for a while. Mm-hmm. And um, things are gonna go up now, you know. We're getting some good ones coming in. Okay. Well, what episode we got next, Mike? Well, we are gonna dip. Like one last time, we're gonna dip. Um, we have All's Fahrenheit and Love and War. One of honestly one of my least favorite episodes, like of all time. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a lesser one to be sure. I don't know how you feel about it. Um, not yeah. too crazy about it. <laughs> but um, after that one is Whiffle While You Work. So. Woo-hoo! You know, we just get through the next one, and we we get into some classic territory after that. <laughs> oh man, so, when we get the whiffle. Uh, don't be surprised if you guys don't hear Mike. I'm like, Mike, I called you, man. You didn't pick up. I gotta record. I gotta the show. Gotta go on. Now I'm just kidding, Mike. I know you love Quacker Jack too. <laughs> uh, Mike, before we wrap this one up, do do you want to get into the new Gizmo a little bit, or you want to say that for something else? Let's let's talk about him a little bit. Okay. Let's talk about him. 
Um, I want your thoughts first, because I know you're not as into him as I am. You know, the, the new Gizmo is kind of like, it's like the new launch pad. I'm just not too fond of them. Um, but the, the, the new launch pad, it took a while. It really was like the halfway through the second season. I finally started liking him, you know, Mm -hmm. uh, Gizmo, he has not grown on me at all. And I've noticed with DuckTales, the new DuckTales, some of the characters are hit and miss. Example, Webby's a hit. Miss Beasley, uh, is it Beagley? Beagley. 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 Yeah. I don't know why I said Beasley. I'm thinking of Archie (laughs) and Jughead or something. Yeah. The, the cook. But anyway, uh, Miss Beagley, she, she's a hit. Oh, yeah. uh, um, for misses for me is Launchpad and Gizmo Duck. I'm just not fond of them for some reason. Uh, gyro is kind of in the middle. Very different from the old Gyro. Yeah, this we never kinda... we never mentioned him either. Mm-hmm. This is a very different Gyro. Yeah, this he, this he has his moments though. Yeah, I, I don't want to sit here and rip the new Gizmo, so I'm, I'm just gonna make mine really brief. I just don't like how it takes him a lot longer to to jump into the suit and the mom is not involved and you know it, it just doesn't have that same appeal to me that that goofiness that the original one had and I I know you're not supposed to compare all the time because yeah you know they're they're totally different it's just this one's really struggling for me man it's not growing on me you know and I don't want to rip them apart I don't want to get too deep into it so go ahead Mike okay so I am I am really fifty fifty with Gizmo Doc. Um, I love Gizmoduck himself in the new DuckTales. Mm-hmm. I think they've done a great job of updating the old Gizmoduck and still keeping it pretty much what he was. The design is a little different, but it still works for me. The personality is still about the same. And I think when they do put him up with Darkwing, which we know is going to happen eventually, I think it'll be a fun episode. What I'm not as like thrilled with, I'm not a big fan of like Fenton in, this, in the new show. Me either. I feel like, yeah, yeah, it's fine. They want to do something different with them. They want to do a bit more cultural diversity with the character since they have Lin-Manuel Miranda. But he's a completely different character now. Like, in the old show, he was a complete screwball. Like, he he was a dunce. He was a screwball. He was an accountant. He was a nerd. He was just, he was a lunatic. Here, he's like a brilliant scientist. And it doesn't work for me. It doesn't feel at all like the same character. And the, fact did... that, and the fact that the mom is different, too. Like, mm-hmm. I love the trailer trash mom with the curlers. I mm-hmm. love that. That was so funny. But now she's this, like, extremely capable cop. And it just, it doesn't grab me. Mm-hmm. Nothing about it does. But I love when he's in the suit. I enjoy that. When okay. he's in the suit. Like, the episode, the 87-cent solution, when Glomgold drives Scrooge crazy and it's just Gizmoduck in the suit. I love that. But I'm just not feeling Fenton on the show. And that's a little disappointing. Yeah, what's with the Hispanic last name and the accent, though? I wonder why they went that route. They want to be more culturally diverse. They also He's also being voiced by Lin-Manuel Miranda. Uh-huh. So I think they just want to have more diversity in the show. Okay. I think it's definitely something. I mean, it's fine. I don't have a problem with it. I think it, it makes sense. Mm-hmm. But if they're gonna do that, I do kind of wish they'd come up with newer characters for that. Okay. You know, because yeah. the um, like I said a while back, the new Goslin's gonna be Latina. Mm-hmm. So they are changing things up a bit. Okay. All right. Well, it's, Mike, where where can they catch our podcast at, man? Everywhere. Um, 
uh, Stitcher, Spotify, Apple devices, Google Play, Pocket Cast, Radio Public. Um, you can watch us on YouTube and always watch YouTube for videos that we post every so often, usually every other Wednesday, right, Will? Mm-hmm. And um, also you can speak into your Amazon Echo. It'll play episodes for you there. And, of course, also iHeartRadio and uh, Pandora. So everywhere, lots and lots and lots of places. There's no excuse for finding us. You have too many options. Do we have shout-outs? Uh, I only really have one I want to give this time, man. I want to give a shout-out to Nicole West. Uh, without her, we would have been struggling to grow at first, man. You know, she runs that Darkwing Duck Forever Facebook page. And uh, she has given us the green light since the beginning that we could promote on her Facebook page, you know, of her group on there, you know? Yeah, we share a lot of stuff there. Yeah, when we episode, definitely When do. episodes drop, we post it there, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's a doll. She's always been really good to me and let me post. When I was posting reviews, she always made sure she got those up right away when I sent them to her. Um, she's really nice. Yeah, man. So I really want to just say thank you, Nicole, and we really appreciate all the love you've been giving us, man. Yeah, Nicole, you're awesome. Keep up the good work. All right. So, Mike, that's going to wrap it up for this one. You got your gizmo finally, but you'll get him again one more time, right? Yeah. I mean, he's also in Darkwing Doubloon, but that episode doesn't do much for me. But, yeah, Up, Up, and Awry. I mean, that one I'm looking forward to, especially because it has uh, Mega Vault in it. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's a fun one, too. <laughs> okay. <laughs> So, uh, we haven't had Mega Vote in a while, though, have we? Remember, remember what I said after Justice Ducks? We're not getting any of the supervillains for a long time. Mm-hmm. Remember that? Yeah. Yeah, well, we're getting them soon. Quacker Jack's coming. Okay. All right, guys. Well, that's going to wrap it up for this one. So we hope you catch uh, to catch you guys next Monday. And make sure, stay dangerous. Blather and blather, Skype. <laughs> All right. Good night, y'all. Good night. Launch pad! <laughs> Uh, guys, <laughs> this is my old pal from Duckburg, Fenton Craxell. Hi. Fenton, Drake Mallard. How you doing, Drake Haroni? Ah, nice days. I mean, it's no McDuck Manor, but it's kind of cozy. Fenton and I used to work for the same guy. That must have been fun. <clears throat> uh, to, to what do we owe the pleasure of your visit, Mr. Crackshell? Just call me Fenton. I'm in town on a business. You might say it's for the government. Hey, is there a breeze in here? Um, so, uh, Fenton, <laughs> where are you staying?